Then we're in space. That's yeah. when the right, back in space. They're uh, chasing down the Millennium Falcon. That's when the two Star Destroyers, which is big as shit, almost crashing each other. Made no sense to me. Solo takes the ash the, the Falcon into an asteroid field while all the Tie Fighters have like amateur pilots. They just crash every into all these asteroids. Um, there's some banner back and forth in the Falcon during this with Solo telling C3, C3PO never tell him about the odds. Mm-hmm. Another great line by, uh, with uh, Han Solo. And they find this asteroid, in quotes, to hide in. And uh, the designers of this, they were getting so pissed off at Lucas that they made one of the asteroids a shoe. It was made out of a shoe, and uh, there was a couple of potatoes in there as well. Special effects. Now, you're laughing at something. What's funny? The, the no, I'm just laughing at that comment about the shoe and the potato. Yeah, the shoe and potato. Yeah, they snuck that in there. Don't you think that was funny, Paul? Mm-hmm. So when we return, so Luke has a mission. When he was about to pass out. Oh, so. Okay. And I'm sorry to keep it's okay. No, no, no. You, you don't need to apologize. You're so, adding something to the So show. one thing back in space. The other thing that's new in this movie is you see, and you see this several times, is uh, Darth Vader's regeneration chamber. Yes, and where egg. he's he's sitting in, and you you see these glimpses of, you know, the back of his head with his helmet off, where he's got to go in this thing, you know, a couple times a day to to rejuvenate himself. Yeah, and clean out his helmet and mm-hmm. do do whatever, and and uh, um, you know, it's like a spa day. Cry, yeah. Um, but but he you know he comes back out, and so guys, you know, Paul has one of them in his room, his yeah. bedroom. So <laughs> he rejuvenates himself in there too. So d- despite the fact that anywhere else in the movie they just. FaceTime with him when they want to talk to him. Yeah. You know, if he's in this chamber, they have to personally go, mm-hmm. go there and the safe be space. freaked out by the, seeing him without his helmet on. Disgusting face, yeah, yeah. That's they did that to make sure they that the viewer knew that he wasn't a droid and he wasn't a robot because there was some confusion there. Hmm. That it was just a gigantic talking box of James Earl Jones. Yeah, inside there. Oh, I'm sorry, you did have that noted down here. That's see, okay. See, I didn't read your notes before. I that's a, I didn't send them out. I, I should have, but I just I just didn't. Was gonna ask. So we see Luke uh, circling Dagobah with the X-Wing, then he just crashes, lands in, in Dagobah, which looks like Pasadena after a rainstorm <laughs> these days because the water table is so damn high. We get a sprinkle, and it's like swamp land out there. What do you say, Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it crashes right in the Magathy River. Right in the Magathy River. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is more like the Bodkin and the Rock Creek. It's, it's disgusting. Um, and then... <laughs> Luke is upset himself for crashing in the shithole. Then you see his the giant lake turd. It looks like it just ends up taking RTD two under the water with him and yeah. spits him out. Yeah, covered with gunk. Um, I mean, he he throws that little fucker in the air like a javelin. Um, then we switch to uh, space again with the Imperial March, and this is when you said you see Vader in his egg without his helmet from behind. Um, touching on that. Changing the interior greater than, let's see, Darth Vader's meditation chamber is said to be a hyperbaric chamber which charges the interior air to greater than one atmospheric pressure, thus allowing him to remove his helmet and breathe normally for limited periods of time. This was not originally presented in the film, however, which featured an additional breathing mask for Vader in the chamber, which was notoriously shown for only a split second and never, never made it into the original continuity. Interesting. And then we go back to Leia and Han and their in their Millennial Falcon. There's more shenanigans with them. Is there anything you want to add about that? Or because it go, this is part where they're going switching back and forth pretty pretty fast. So they go, you know, they're to, to 
outrun the or to get away from the TIE fighters, they find an asteroid that's big enough that has this whole cave that they mm -hmm. underground cave they fly in and land mm -hmm. and just hide out for what twenty minutes of the movie or something mm -hmm. like that. Twenty minutes of the movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's some shenanigans. So it them. gives them a chance. Just they turn all the power off. They try to make all the fixes to the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. um, then of course the, you know, what happens? They see this giant bat thing flying outside. Minoc. Minoc and very good. And uh, they uh, they go out and and you know start realizing. All right, we got to get out of here. I didn't. You. I mean, did you find her reaction to the Minox a little over the top? Yeah, definitely. I kind of felt like she would have been in more control yeah, she's, of herself. She's not someone to get scared over something like that after. Especially the when it's on the outside of the, of the, of the window. Like, right. it's not like it was sitting in her hair or something. Right. So I, I felt like that was over the top. And he went out, he blasts all the Minox off of that. And that's yeah. when they realize, you know. He starts no. to get a suspicion. He shoots the ground. Because everything's soft, and he doesn't know why yeah. the ground is soft and all this shit. So, he, uh, you know, they shoot a Minoc, and he misses, and there's a big shake. And, he, and they're like, you better be careful. You're going to cause a cave-in or whatever the fuck. And that's when he shoots the ground, and he realizes they're not in We're a not cave. In rock, yeah. We're in a monster of some sort. I don't even remember what the hell the monster's called. I don't even think they named anything. They just, they fly out of it. And you start to see, she's like, oh, the entrance of the cave is collapsing. And he's like, that's not a cave. Yeah. It's not a it's, cave. It's teeth. Teeth. Yeah. And they, they fly out just in time as this giant worm snake thing. Tries to snatch them. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, on Dagobah, that's when, um, which is very convenient for Luke and Arts of um, they're setting up camp. They're going to have some s'mores in this shithole. And that's when we see Yoda make an appearance. Again, very convenient that they crash next to Yoda's hut. Out of this big-ass planet, he just happens to... They can't see where they're going. Can't see where they're going. Is there, I mean, is there some Jedi thing going on that I'm not aware maybe, about? Maybe he just got pulled in by just Yoda. Pulled in by Yoda, pulled his ass in. Because Yoda apparently knew he was coming, so... <laughs> yeah, but I tell you, watching this, Yoda comes off a lot weirder, weirder than I remember him. Oh, no, well, I... I loved Yoda I, 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 when he first shows I, I up. I agree. I think they, you know, as the other movies went on, mm -hmm. especially the the awful prequels, they uh, they upped the Yoda speak. Like he he has some of that backward phrasing in this movie, but mm -hmm. it's not every single sentence. And by by the time they the prequels come on, it's like he can't speak one sentence without. Phrasing it backwards. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's way over the top. Where this movie, he is, he is, you know, he does come off as like a little... I mean, like a little gremlin in this movie. I'm, not, I'm talking about his he's, language. He's laughing and like impressed yeah. by a flashlight and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, he comes off like a little gremlin. Whether, whether that's food. all an act or whatever. You it know. is all an act. Yeah. I mean, it's just to, to basically get Luke to be patient with right. him. And, you know, he obviously doesn't have the patience. He doesn't, you know, he's trying to... He's trying, trying to, to piss skin. him off a little bit to get right. him to react, and right. he's doing exactly what he's expecting him to do. And seeing whether he assumes, you know, like he's, he's, he thinks he's looking for this great Jedi warrior hero who must be, you know... You know 20 feet tall and... Right, and... and golden hair. Incredibly right. smart and, yeah, and, and... Super muscles and all this right, other right. shit. And can't be this two-foot-tall green thing that talks funny. Yeah. Stealing his food. 
Yeah. Hitting the robot with a uh, droid with his right. cane. Yeah. I loved all that scene. I did that, too. That scene is great. And, and I, I f- like better the, the puppet Yoda versus the later CGI Yoda. versions. I, I think that's, I, I just think his look and his appearance is. I agree um, to a degree. Better. I mean, I agree I, to a degree. I like the the end scene in, in episode two. I like it a lot. I love that fight scene. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it was really cool. I like the fact that you were able to see him doing. You're you talking know, about when, when Yoda's like fighting that. Doku, right? Yeah. Yeah. When Not he, as much when he fights the Empire, Emperor, but when right. he fights Dooku, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always liked the puppets better. I think that the puppets, I think a lot of times when you move to full CGI, you lose something. Yeah, we've talked about it's, that. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's for, I think for an action scene like you were mentioning, with you, yeah, it was cool the first time seeing him fight with a lightsaber yeah. and, how, and how he could do that. that Maneuver. That's also back where, you know, in, in the prequels, all the Jedis are like super ninjas and doing backflips and stuff all yeah. the time. By the time you get to see like Obi-Wan fight Vader or Luke fight Vader, it's like you got two-handed holds on the, the lightsabers the whole time and it's like you're... They're Jedi. Well, I think they explain that because they're more like fencing. I think Darth Vader kind of lost a lot of his mobility. Yeah. And uh, Guinness was too old by then, right. or not Guinness, but Obi Wan was too right. old. And then even Luke never really had true never training. Never really got his power. Yeah, yeah. And he he learns. I mean, you see him doing some of it in the right. training, but well, and that's the, the whole premise of the prequels is that the the Jedi have lost their power over the years. And right. They, their skills and their power have been diminishing, and just it's this is, you know, where we're at. Eighteen years, twenty years later after the, you know, those ended. So, <laughs> then the new the new prequels are going to be about Jedi's again. What new prequels? I mean, I'm sorry, new movies, the new trilogy. You know who's producing the new trilogy? I heard Rain Johnson was involved with it. If that's the case, I'm not getting involved. That's nope. the uh, the Game of Thrones guys, right? The Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, guys. I heard about that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. the more recent. It's funny because after everybody shit on the, the Game of Thrones finale, yeah, you see all the actors kind of not participating in that shitting on it because they're because they, they're all going to end up. They want to get roles in the Star Wars. <laughs> they're all keeping their mouths well, shut. Brienne's already in it, so you know. Or, yeah. Or, you're, or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we went a little bit ahead of ourselves. So Yoda takes Luke back to his uh, camp. An important note that Lucas was so impressed by Frank Oz's performance as Yoda that he spent thousands of dollars on an advertising campaign to try and get him an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Lucas' campaign ultimately failed because it was they felt like a puppeteer wasn't an actor. So The only thing I will say about Yoda in this and, and Frank Oz is if you close your eyes, he starts sounding a little bit too much like Miss Piggy. Uh, see, I always heard Grover, but yeah. Yeah, there's a little Grover in there, but yeah. it, I just, I kept hearing Miss Piggy yeah. like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, you know, you Grover, Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy. Any of them, but yeah. Uh, so we already covered the fact that they, the Millennium Falcon crew was in the cave or quote unquote cave. This entire time, you see Luke practicing to be on American Ninja Warrior, goof around with Yoda, having a good old time in the swamps, jumping from tree to tree. Mm-hmm. You know, Yoda's on his back, barking at him. And then you see Luke, and you could probably explain this better than I am because I'm not the expert. 
Yoda and Luke have this talk about controlling your fears or something, and that's when he sends Luke into the cave where he sees, and it's like this really right, they, weird... They sense something. He senses something, and Yoda says, well, there's this... It's actually, I think it's a tree. It's like an underground, like roots of a tree, where uh, he says, you know, the dark side of the forest is strong in there, you know, but go check it out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's when he runs into. Well, he he you know he says what's in there, and he, Yoda says only, only what, you, what take. you take with you. Mm-hmm. So Luke immediately puts his weapons on, and he says you won't need those. Luke ignores them and goes in. They're kind of like a pedophile. Jeez. Yeah, and and uh, go into go into my van. Yeah, so you know it's sort of like he brought his fears in with him, and mm-hmm. he sees goes in there. Darth Vader comes out. They have a quick lightsaber battle. Luke beheads. Beheads him. Yep. His helmet explodes open, and it's Luke's face, and it's like his fear of him becoming Darth, Darth Vader. Vader because he is a Jedi loses out to the dark side of the Force oh, and be- becomes Darth Vader. So he he goes back out, and, he, and meanwhile Vader hires. This is this is your part, Paul. This is Paul's part where he, Vader ends up hiring. Oh, the only thing that we missed up to this point. Uh, I'm sorry. Back when um, they were showing him in his hyperbolic chamber, yes, uh, at about 53 minutes in is the first time you see the Emperor. The Emperor, yes. yeah, who is new, who is new, and who they've gone back and put. Um, they put the secondary actor they, in they there. They put the actor who Ian McDermott or whatever. Yeah, the is one that, that did it in the prequels. So they they put his face in. Yeah, which some people didn't like a whatever. lot. I I I think that was unnecessary, but. Uh, so yeah, now we're 106 in. So this is this is when. So Paul's and the reason, died. the only reason I brought the fact that it, you know put these times on here was because Darth Vader was the selling point of the first movie. He doesn't show up till 20 minutes in. The mm-hmm. Emperor is supposed to be the big new character. He doesn't show up until almost an hour in. And then Boba Fett was huge. He was the he was the whole fucking sales point before the movie ever came out. Like he was the character. You know, you can get this. You know, save up your box tops and send them in, and you right, can get, get this character. Boba Fett, the right. fucking coolest guy ever known to man. Paul had a closet full of box top. You know, and he doesn't even show up until you're an hour and six minutes into the movie. Now, granted, they probably added a little bit of time in the movies during the re-releases, yeah. but still, you're an hour into the movie before right. Boba Fett even fucking shows up. Now, see, the one thing I don't, I don't like is that they went back... You know, because in the prequels where they have his backstory explained and they make him from New Zealand or whatever and have the New Zealand accent, they've gone back and and edited in the voice of the guy who did... Oh, did they? Whoever his father was. The same actor as his father in the the prequels. Wow. So now Boba Fett has this New Zealand accent the whole... Time through where he didn't have that in the when when it first came out. That's interesting. I didn't 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 know know that. that I had no idea. No idea. Um, but, yeah, so they've got all the... And, and all, look, I think all the bounty hunters were pretty cool. I remember having all the characters. The little action figure for Bosk I had. Ooh. He, he was sort of annoying, though, because you couldn't... I mean, he was cool, but... You couldn't hold feet, the so weapon. He, he had big feet, so you couldn't fit in any of the stuff. Right, so and you, then you his hands were webbed, so you couldn't right. hold weapons with it. Right, so you could, It was a shitty action figure. Yeah. But he, I don't know why he's my favorite yeah. character. He just is. But um, but then they had a lot of those other characters were kind of horrible too. Like you had the bug eye, the bug 
like look like the fly from right. They were just there to be shown for like a second and never yeah. to be, you know. That was it. Ha- have any just just to make it so it wasn't like he just hired. So he him. just didn't go hire Boba Fett and nobody right. else. Right. But there is there a lot of them had ended up with backstories in like the either the sure. Clone Wars or or well and, uh, and it was more action the cartoon because then you could you know you you put all these other guys out of the merchandise and yeah. Um, even yep. though they they weren't really well, they in the they even admitted in uh, um, Jedi like they added all these fucking characters just for action figures, right? Because yeah. they didn't have enough people to make action figures out of, so they started making action figures out of you know Captain Jim or whatever, you yeah. know, just some fucking guy best, that happened to the be the best there. action figure ever. Captain Jim. Yeah, I he mean, they, the they just series. ran out of people to make fucking well action you, figures. You'd already them. have like you know, have you'd have like three or four Luke Skywalkers for every outfit he was in the film. Mm-hmm. Same with yeah. Princess Leia and and Han Solo. You know, there's no outfits in there. Forest outfits, outfits, space outfits, all that. So they're nighttime outfits. Cigar. It's very uncomfortable when he's drinking water and staring right in my face. <laughs> A little. Uh, <laughs> Marco Rubio moment there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit worried about that. So, uh, but, but, but where are we going back? Uh, okay, the uh, Millennium Falcon ends up escaping, and that's when uh, Vader's uh, Star Destroyer is on its tail again. Right. So the so this whole sort of premise that's led up to this is that somehow the hyperdrive on the Millennium Falcon has stopped working this whole movie, and so yeah. they can't. They just can't get away. So they. You know, they hide in the cave. That doesn't work out. So they fly back out. Mm-hmm. You know, the Imperial fleet finds them again. Mm-hmm. So they're losing their shields from being hit so many times. So the only thing they can do is fly right at the thing, mm-hmm. buzz it, and then hide right behind the satellite dish on, or the satellite yeah, they, sensor. Yeah, they actually attach this to the Star on, Destroyer. On the ship where, where they're, they can't detect them. They, and meanwhile, Vader gets pissed again because they lost yeah. them. And next, one, next one's <laughs> out. Lord Vader demands an update on the pursuit. Get a shuttle ready. I shall assume full responsibility for losing them and apologize to Lord Vader. Meanwhile, continue to scan the area. Let's go. Apology accepted, Captain Nida. Next man up. And then well, they, he didn't kill the admiral. He killed a captain there. Well, he already he killed the admiral the he first time. He killed the admiral then, the first uh, time. Yeah. So because uh, I think that that new admiral actually made it through the film. Yeah. Okay. If I remember, hiding in the closet okay. the entire time. I would. Um, <laughs> so would I. Stay the fuck away from him. Promoted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I mean, even the guy who says I'm going to go and. You know, because the first guy was trying to make excuses, so then you know one of the guys is like, "I'm going to admit that I fucked up. <laughs> Maybe he'll take mercy on me." Right. Nope, no, no, <laughs> nope, nope. Hi. Um, but so in the Millennium Falcon, they somehow they know that the Imperial procedure is that before they leave for hyperspace, they they dump their space trash. trash, and and so they just float off with all the trash. But Boba Fett is too smart for them. Right. He, he so, somehow figures out that maybe they're going to do this or he stays behind just, in, just in case. Because he's the best character ever, right. according to the marketing. So he knows what's up. So 
Well, they decide they're going to go to Billy D. Williams. They're going to see Billy D. Williams right. in Cloud City. Right. That's theirs. They only have get Luke. the ship fixed. Get you know get have some Colt forty five while yeah. they relax. Why, why you not? Know. You know, have a cigar too. <clears throat> right. You know, and then you have uh, now we have Luke on Dagobah doing a headstand with uh, Yoda. He's lifting top. rocks. He's lifting R two D two. He's doing all kinds of can't magic lift the X wing though. Can't lift. Tries to do that. That fails the X-wing, miserably. Yeah, X wing is still he the goes, giant space turd and the uh, dummy swamp turd. You know, there. I, I, I and. As much as I like Luke Skywalker as a character, like he's, he's very whiny, he gets awful pouty and whiny. Yes, he is. He is very fucking whiny. And, and gives in this up movie. so easily yeah. and everything. I actually have that written down. You know, Yoda scolds him like a parent here. Like, he's, he's a whiny crying. bitch. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. So Yoda, you have, you have it's such a it's a really weird change in character from it is. two to three, or I'm sorry, from five to six. Yeah. Um, because his character's really in control all throughout. Right. Like, he's cocky in fucking Jedi. Yeah. And then in this movie, he's just like, uh, you know. You yeah. asked the impossible. Right. I think once he gets his hand cut off, he has some time to contemplate and think. And yeah. Realizes, you know. Which is also, I love that scene, yeah. by the way. What scene? That's at the end. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> Where are we at here? So he's lifting up all the rocks. And but he can't lift the, the X-Wing, which is probably... Well, he loses like his concentration because R2-D2 like loses his shit because the X-Wing is falling deeper into the muck. The, the muck, yeah. Um, so that's when he drops Yoda and everything, and Yoda's like, there's no difference between... Lifting a rock and lifting, lifting a rock. A, and the lifting size the, doesn't matter. Yeah, size doesn't matter. Look do, at do, me. Do you judge do you me by my size? Right. Some of the best fucking lines come from Yoda. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, those Size are great doesn't matter. lines. <laughs> Do you judge me by my... No, you judge me by my motion of the ocean. No, but, it, you know, the size doesn't matter. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, try... Uh, there is no try. Um, right. Always with you what cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Do or do not. There do is or no do try. not. There is no try. And uh, it's, it's, you ask the impossible, and that's why you fail. It's like a, it's a string of fucking one-liners by Yoda that are awesome. Right? Who's that? Uh, who's that motivational guy that's got in trouble this week? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. <laughs> yeah. It's like just him. It's right. sad thing is they pulled shit from like thirty years ago. Oh, they'll do anything to, now to nail him. They'll do anything now. You are not safe. Yeah. And and they took everything out of context. Apparently, it was like an hour and twenty minute long speech, surprise, surprise. and they took a minute's worth of shit and wow. strung it together to make him look like an asshole. And I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. I mean, he's he's helped a lot of fucking people. He's I not, mean, yeah. I'm not into that self help shit, but it works for a lot of people, and he does a lot of good for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And he's a good guy, from what I understand. I don't know him personally, obviously, but. Uh, most people have said that he's a good guy. I've heard interviews with him. He's very upstanding. He's, he came from poverty and all and that. And he's down to earth. Shit. Yeah. I mean, he's not like some of the people that you like that I'm not going to get into because I don't <laughs> need to. 
You're talking about Joel Osteen, right? He's done a lot of good for people, too. That's who you're going to talk he about. He has, but he's also done a lot of good for himself. Sure, yeah. So is Tony Robbins. Yeah, but the difference being is Tony Robbins never hides behind the cloth. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. I, I could go into this discussion a little bit There's further. no point in it. We're doing a movie review. Which is about the Bogan, which could be its own religion. It Actually, could be, but it's I not. I think it is. I think the Force is its own religion in this movie. Mm, no. uh, actually, it is because they pull all this shit from mythology. It's a philosophy. Yeah, it's, it's a, a philosophy, philosophy. Which, is, which is considered yeah. religion. There's no, there's no deity in it. Right. Um, which I think is a difference. There has to be a higher power, and there is no higher power. Right. Is, there, just, is there a higher power on every religion? Yeah. Every, every religion, there's a higher power. Yeah, as I far as so. I know, yeah. Buddhism? Buddha. But is he a higher power, or is he just like kind of like... He's, a, in, he's more enlightened than everyone else, so yeah, he, you would have he, to is he sit a, there is and Is he a god? Is he a deity, though? Is he their god? I don't know if he's a deity, but I, I would say that he's more enlightened, which makes him elevated. I thought it was just about going nirvana. I mean, is he in charge of nirvana? I don't know enough about yeah, it, to be know, honest. I, I, I really don't. I really don't, but I would say that it... You know, if he's an elevated person who's looked at as somebody bigger than everybody else, then yeah, they're you know that puts him in line with maybe not deity, but you know there shouldn't be an order. I mean, is it any more? Does the Pope fucking praying mm-hmm. to God mean any more than me praying to God? And if it does, then fuck you and your religion. Sorry. It shouldn't matter who you are. You should be able to worship your God at the same level as anybody else worships their God. It's awfully, awfully present of you to be arguing this with a Protestant. <laughs> I'm not Catholic. I'm not saying you are Catholic. <laughs> I'm told just told me to fuck off. I thought you were Catholic. I no. did not. No. I didn't, wasn't talking about you. I just was You're making a general right. statement. You're in front of me, asshole. <laughs> what do you want me to look at? You're, direct, you're looking directly at me as if you think I'm a Catholic. We're having a conversation. And no, I don't think you're a Catholic. What are you talking about? Mm. I'm not talking about you. So I, I do think, you know, I mean, this, it's more of a philosophy than a religion. So but but, if, but if, if it is religious, maybe it is more relatable to Buddhism where it's more about your actions than, mm-hmm. than worshiping. Yeah, it's communing. Some, some, something. Communing with nature and yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, being being aware of your surroundings and and what what your, are the your witches impact on them and how how you impact. The what world. are the witches called? The ones that commune with nature. Wiccans. Wiccans. So it, it might be closer to Wicca or or something like that, yeah. more than any other. You know, is because Wicca is is that a religion? I mean, I guess it is, but it would pray to. They would say so. But nature. We're comico. Right. Oh, Wakamaka? What yeah. the fuck is Wakamaka? It's from Ireland. Oh, is that a... Mm-hmm. That's a deity? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they just praised Mother Nature. No. That's Wakamaka. If you want to sit there and, you know, blink to him, you can't do it while I'm looking directly at you, asshole. Like Wakamaka down by, like, down by, like, Ocean City or Salisbury or whatever? <laughs> yeah, this is the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing. I don't... Okay. I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. 99% they're all, they're all worshiping the down at Secrets. 
I don't still, get... Uh, old spirits. Right. They pray to the wicker, man. Yeah. Old spirits, Jack right? Daniels and uh, Jim Beam. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> I see that smile. <laughs> <laughs> I see that smile. <laughs> like a little schoolboy has a crush on a girl. He doesn't want to admit it, but he starts blushing and he starts smiling. Yeah. Drink that water. All right, so <laughs> so getting back to this, where uh, where are we? Where so, um, headstands. So, so he's he's finally Luke is finally starting to develop some powers. And the first thing that happens is he gets a premonition about Luke and Leia in the in the cloud city in the clouds. Han mm-hmm. and Leia, but... or Han and Leia, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, it's like the first time he's actually shown any like being able to use the Force, and he's immediately like, "Shit, I gotta get out of here." Yeah, you know, and My friends uh, are in trouble. Yeah, I gotta go rescue him. Oh, sorry, I just finally I'm starting to figure this out, but I'm gonna. I gotta go. Without well, to mention earlier, which we kind of skipped over, he's like. You know, Yoda's talking to Obi-Wan. Will he finish what he starts? Right. And he's, you know, and he jumps right up. Yes, of course, I'll finish it. You know, why why is that even a question? Right. And then he, at the first glimpse of something to run away, away. you know, just like in the first movie, you know, well, Yoda says it in this movie, you know, your mind's never where. He's always looking at the horizon, which he literally was, you know, the scene on Tatooine staring at the two sons. In, um, in A New Hope, right? That's yeah. the fucking poster for the movie. Right. It's just him looking <laughs> off in the distance, not wanting to you know, do what he's... Deal with his shit Deal there. with the present. Yeah, yeah. What, what, was her, what was her name? That was the other thing you got wrong in the first episode. It's two sons. You, I think you said it was two moons. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, what was her name? No, Scree? Because it was Uncle Owen and... Aunt Brew. Brew. Okay. Yeah. Why did I think it was Screer? It was. It was a really fucking weird name. That may have been like Anakin's. Screer was name, right? the. Oh, okay. Screer is the ancient tablets for the Comico oh, tribe. <laughs> There's no reason to have a conversation with you. You're just now figuring this out. But we had, but we had a two-hour conversation this past weekend. We went to see NXT. Um, Paul is a Don't fantastic. Don't bring that story up. I'm please. not going to. I'm. I know better, dude. Now, okay, it's a personal I, story. I, I, are you as much a wrestling story. fan as? Yes, he I is. I guess as I'm a bigger wrestling fan only because he's not into the product as much anymore. Okay. And I and my daughter is into it, so I am still doing it with you know watching it with her. And I haven't. I mean, I used to watch WWE like. 15, 20 years ago, I sort of have During the Attitude Era, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, Rock and yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah, when it's fantastic. Everybody loves that um, shit. But NXT, that's like the like the minor leagues, the, the developmental yeah. Yes. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We and, had a freaking blast. We were yeah. front row. Yeah, it was great. Nice. The Let, fucking show was wonderful. Dude, it's awesome. And then we, I found out the night before, the night after that it was actually a TV taping. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to be on the network. On TV. Yeah, we'll yeah. be on the network. Yeah. Which is cool, cool. Which, which is which is really cool. But no, did you hold up a sign? Did you have a sign with you? I did not. No. I should have. If I would have known it was a TV taping, I think we would have taken a sign. We would have. We, we would have yeah. definitely taken it. Oh my god, we would have taken the sign. We would have had to take a you know Batista loves fish sticks, fish sticks sign. sign. Yeah. it's my favorite sign I've ever seen. Yeah, fan, that's a good one. It's a great, I love that sign. Yeah. But let me tell you, you spend two hours in the car with Paul. He is a fantastic storyteller. Yeah, 
I mean, he's, he has a bunch of stories. I'm not, he's, we go on and on and Did on. Did he make you sit in the back seat while he smoked? No. No, no, no I quit no, smoking no, five years ago. Yeah, he's, okay. he quit smoking. He quit smoking after that incident. So we won't talk about that. I guess it's all vaping now anyway, right? People yeah. don't smoke anymore. Well, he does it's have all, that. He's I got he's that. got this He's got this big black pipe like a that hookah. he sucks on yeah. for the vaping. Yeah. It's not like a hookah at all, no. It looks like a big black penis. I suck it right out of you. You warm up the balls and you suck it right out of the head. That's what I fucking do. It's got to be black because it's got to be big and long so I can shove it all the way down my fucking throat. Can we go on with the fucking movie now? That's not what I was getting at. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Don't even fucking try. Your favorite color is black and it's like a. It is not my favorite color, so fuck you. NASA space shuttle. Now you're just making shit up. Because you like NASA. That's what I was talking about. It's a replica NASA. I don't like NASA. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Because you're and out of this world. My favorite color is not black. <laughs> I'm out of this world. You're such a douche. You're, you're so far beyond being a douche. I swear to Christ. Go. Go with the fucking movie. Let's go with it. This one time when I was 16. Oh, this is not the movie. Really quick here. He's calling me a douche. So we're watching this horror movie, and him and Henry have this brilliant idea that they're going to go outside and bang on the windows and try to scare me. <laughs> Except I saw them devise a plan like five feet in front of me. And, uh, and then, and then they go, I see them leave, and not like 30 seconds later, the windows start banging. I'm like, seriously? That's, that's a douche. <laughs> I don't remember why we did that shit. Then they went out with lighter fluid in the middle of the, the driveway and like tried to spray a crow sign or something and light it on fire because they all thought they were the crow. No. They all listened to the cure. Too. I don't think that's and true. No, we didn't. Hey, that's definitely cure. not true. So now I remember the the knocking on the windows. So now, you know, now now I'm uh, you know playing a lot of Dave Matthews dance oh. marching. Oh my god, that was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I saw that tweet. Freaking, uh, you know. I gotta admit, the older that I get, I'm sorry. Look, in the mid '90s, hey, that was a great. I, I had great memories from that song too. That, but the, it's like the, the guy. You had to listen to it. The guy's talking about like you know how he met this girl and he's eventually married to him, and and her, um, and setting it up like it would be like a more kind of a romantic song. So I'm like, here comes Come Monday by Jimmy Buffett, and then which was like from way before. So well, way before I thought you know the, the, the you know. Okay, it's Jimmy Buffett Station. We're about to hear this song. And the, the host is like, all right, and here's the song that you request. And here's, bang, bang, bang. It's, it was jarring. It's like, ants marching. What does it have to do with romance? Not about the song. It's about, it's about the experience getting a blow job the, what, what while happened when the song. The, they first heard the song. That's what it's about. They were driving down the street, and they pulled on the side of the fucking road, <laughs> and his... Eventual wife <laughs> at the time was just a teenage whore and leaned over and blew him on the side of the road and While ants marching came along on. Along to the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yep. The head was bobbing along right to the fucking music. And that's why he has such great memories. He blew his fucking load right during the final chorus. He, it was he was great. under the table and dreaming, you know. <laughs> And you've ruined it with your come Monday shit. Or what was it? Come. 
<laughs> what was the fucking song you were talking about? Come Monday. Come Monday. I don't Jimmy, know that Jimmy song. Buffett song. I've never been a Jimmy Buffett fan. Never been a Jimmy Buffett fan. No, I, you know, I like the one song. That's it. The the Margaritaville. Yeah, like everybody likes that song. I think. Yeah. I liked. Do you ever see? Uh, oh, I thought you were stopping it. No, no. <laughs> Did you no, ever no, no, see no. Uh, the? Uh, oh shit! It's the fucking. It's a, it's a movie with the. Uh, it's a comedy troupe, and they're on an island. Ah, God damn it! I can't fucking think of it. It'll come to me. The Super Trooper guys. They're on an island? Yeah, it's it's the second movie they came out with. They had Super Troopers, and then they had that. Um, You obviously never saw the movie, so it doesn't it. matter. But basically, the, the lead character... Well, they have a... They have a Jimmy Buffett ripoff guy during the whole movie singing, like, parody... You, you know, instead of uh, every one of Jimmy Buffett's songs, but they're like different lyrics. It's like one, yeah, okay. it's fucking hilarious, dude. I love that whole gimmick and the whole movie is wonderful. It's a horror movie, hmm. but it's all comedy. I can't fucking remember anything anymore. My <clears> brain just doesn't work. Sad. You finished? No, because I'm going to look it up now. Because <laughs> now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> so now we get to Cloud City. We're building up to the grand finale of Empire Strikes. Yeah, so they build up for it. They're they're looking for some place to go and fix a Millennium Falcon. And Han realizes, oh, I have this old <laughs> old friend or acquaintance that is not too far away. He can probably help us out. Lando Calrissian. Broken lizard, by the way. Lando Calrissian. Right. Who Paul loves. Paul loves Lando. We've established it already. And so they go land on Cloud City. There's a little tension at first with landing, and then yeah. they leave. and then The movie was called Club Dread. Broken Lizard's Club Dread. If you get a chance to watch it, it's funny as I'll shit. I'll check it out. So then it, has, it actually is funny. So then Lando. So he knew what it was the whole time. He just doesn't want to fucking help. <laughs> it's, me. It is funny, right. and that's he, the problem. He, he likes to leave you out there. See, this is this is the problem. You you're supposed to have a back and forth. We do. We have a lot of back. No, and forth. No, we don't. I I sit here and say something, and then you let me struggle with it because you know I forget things at this point in my life. No, I, I, I didn't know the, I've heard the memory. name of the movie too, but I I'm not going to answer you and make up a. I don't know. I don't know the, the movie. Oh, but you made up Wakamako, fucking dick. I did it because I thought it was kind of obvious that Wakamako is a county in Maryland. And it, so what? And that name can't be reused for more than one thing? Well, I mean, really, Wiccans of Wakamako? I mean, uh, okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Sensitive. I'm not sensitive at all, Dick. I thought it just rolls off you, right? Everything just rolls off you. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I once again <laughs> said, as soon as I walk out this door, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. You want me to play it up, I fucking play it up every fucking time it's for fantastic. you. fantastic. I do it for you, Great, and then you it. bitch about it. I don't bitch about anything. I, I have fun with this. So Lando, who Paul loves... Scott just doesn't want to be in the middle. There's <clears throat> two bickering old ladies. Yeah. He's over there like, fuck both no, of you. He's enjoying it, trust me. He's enjoying this shit. Oh, yeah. Front row seat to the two assholes show. It's fun. He makes a comment. Scott made a comment. like, Did he? I don't remember. We actually did this show 
it doesn't sound as funny, but when you go back and listen to it, it's funny. Oh, yeah. I was, I was after our <laughs> after our last one, I was listening to it, and I was, uh, you're, you're, and that's why I kept replaying it. But the whole "fuck that monkey" quote, I was saying, <laughs> I just want to edit out that soundbite, and I wish my sound editing skills were a little bit better. But just like that, that should be like there should be like some radio show who just replay, you know, presses a button and replays Fuck that, that soundbite. There's a Nazi monkey. Yeah. Fuck that monkey. That was. I Nazi was cracking monkey. us up listening to that. Yeah, I wasn't that, sure uh, if you were just Indiana making Jones. fun of me or not, but no, you seemed I, to enjoy it. So when I, I heard like, it right. live, I was just I I just started laughing for like 20 minutes. At the time, it didn't. I was I was too busy last time checking my notes and really paying attention to what we were talking about. I guess it happens. It's hard doing the show because right. you know, I'm the captain. You're, like, of the you're ship. like trying to think of what you're going to say next and not exactly just it's, it's letting tough. the conversation go. It's it's tough. It's it's tough. It, it's a, it is a tough job. My hats off to professional um, DJs and all that. Yeah, they have a lot of people around them that help them. You know when they struggle with things. So, Carrie, it's it's interesting to note here that as Carrie Fisher is is getting off of this. She's really happy. It's because um, she just took during it this dumper. time she stayed at a house rented by from Eric Idle. Monty Python. Yeah, Idle and the Pythons were filming Life of Brian at the time. Oh, cool. So one evening they had a, a small party where the uh, Harrison Ford, the Rolling Stones, and they served a potent liquor which they called the Tunisian Table Cleanser. Mm. Uh, everybody stayed up all night drinking and having fun. So the first scene shot the next day were at the arrival of Cloud City. So that's why you see them very happy during these scenes. They're still drunk? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. <clears throat> yes. We already talked about um, the scene where Luke leaves Dagobah and Obi-Wan and Yoda are talking. Told you I did. Reckless is he. Now... Matches are worse. That boy is our last hope. No. There is another. And Obi-Wan tells him he can't. You know, Obi-Wan can appear as a ghost anytime, but he says, if you go off, I can't help you. I can't interfere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Luke says, of course I'll come back. What do you, uh, yeah, sure, I'll come back. I'll come back. And I got to be honest, the, 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 when he goes back and Return of the Jedi, it's so underwhelming. So yeah, it is. It is. It's a letdown. It, it, it is. I agree. <clears throat> we'll talk about that. Yeah. I'm sure later this year when we um, return of the Jedi. But yeah, yeah and, we'll and, probably and, do that in July ish. Yeah. Just to get just clean slate. Clean slate it because we don't have any movies coming up that we know of. We have. We, don't we have, haven't picked the next one. We yet. haven't picked the next one. Come on, yeah, let's it's, finish it's, this. It's and too then bad we can you don't have it. anybody who sends you suggestions or anything <clears throat> that you could. Uh, oh, we'll talk about that. We'll you talk could, about your suggestions. I haven't seen your suggestions. I don't. I'm not on the Twitter account. Okay. So I only see what he sends back out. All right. So, uh, so we're with the, the big finale here. You have uh, Leia doesn't really trust Lando. Uh, meanwhile, what I didn't talk about was C three PO kind of wanders off after their arrival and uh, gets uh, chopped up. He gets blasted. Gets blasted. But Chewbacca ends up rescuing him from this junk pile with his conveyor belt. Yeah, he's yeah. all in, all on different pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lando comes to their apartment and starts eye raping Leia. Billy D. Williams all over Leia. Oh, yeah. All over Carrie oh, Fisher. Yeah. Wants to take her to dinner and all that. So he's like, oh, he's going to escort them to dinner. And who's at the head of the dinner table but Darth Vader? Yep. And he's been waiting. And because Lando had to make a deal with him. He's like, he got, he got here before you guys. Um, I got to hand over. So, yeah. So, so think about this. So apparently they, you know, after they left the Imperial ship, the Millennium Falcon, 
floated off, figured out where they were going. They were going to Bespin. Boba Fett comes behind them. Somehow, Boba Fett can figure out where they're going, mm-hmm. and both he and all the Imperial ships can get there first. It's awesome. Well, the the Imperial ships would have had hyperdrives. True. Uh, he could have easily figured it out because there was nothing else around. Okay. And they started heading off in that direction. Okay. So, I mean, I thought about that, too, and that's really the reason I came up with. All right. I guess that's... Uh, it's very admirable. Makes sense. Very admirable of you, Paul. Very good. I, I think I agree with you. So we have... Uh, see, Chewbacca makes it back. <laughs> There's that smile again. <laughs> Give me a smile, Paul. <laughs> so, uh, There's just no reason for it. It is because it's funny. It's okay. hilarious. You listen back. It is. It's it's hilarious. Okay. If you actually if you if you listen to our shows, what you should do, um, you hear it. That's funny. Uh, so Vader is Vader gets solo. He wants to use these guys as kind of a trap to bring Luke in. He's torturing Solo in this Chinese pincushion mattress at first, uh, and says Boba Fett's gonna be able to take him to, to Jabba for the reward. See, I always thought that was all them trying to prep him before he got went into the uh, hyperbolic hyper, chamber. Well, the freeze, drive. the carbonite no, freezing. They, I don't think that, no. at that point they hadn't decided that they were gonna put him in the carbonite yet. Um, I think it was just torturing him, just to torture him. Because oh. Han, Han makes a point. So they, they, never they, they didn't questions. even ask me any questions. They just, you know, mm. kind of, which, again, yeah, it was kind of, was it, what was And it may of? have been to signal out. I mean, him being tortured might be enough sure. to send ripples through the force Somehow that Luke would pick up on. Luke would know that they were in trouble. And yeah. that might have, you know, that might have been the whole point. Yeah. 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 So uh, then they eventually decide, so Leia figures out they're being used as bait for Luke to come and... Uh, which, uh, you know, at one point, Vader and the Emperor have the, the whole discussion about the son of Skywalker, and he would be a powerful ally if we can turn him, but, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise he needs to be destroyed. And, you know, thinking about this, so you got the son of Darth Vader, who Obi-Wan takes off to hide, hides him back with his uncle, doesn't change his name or anything. Right. I like, know. Like, how would they ever figure out? They figured out, oh, this new rebel guy hero is Luke Skywalker. Oh, I've heard that last name before. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, witness he, protection program. The, the whole thing about how they figured out who he was and, and all that stuff. Kind of goofy. Kind of goofy. Yeah. Well, Look, looking back on it is, is kind of like. When you add in the prequels, yeah. it, it really kind of fucks it up. Right. Yeah, it does. So, uh, here we are where they decide, you know what, Vader wants to freeze-dry Luke Skywalker, but they want to test it out to make sure Luke doesn't kill Luke. So Solo is the perfect. Right. And, then, and this is a, uh, interesting because they're taking Solo to that little hole where they're going to freeze him. Leia says, I, I love you. I know. This was actually ad-libbed. Before, because it was supposed to be Solo saying "I love you" back, but it just didn't sound right. Right. So Harrison Ford's it's the best fucking line yeah, ever, it's, too. It's, it's, that's one of the, another memorable yeah. line. Just classic Han Solo, Harrison Ford. Yep, Harrison Ford being a man. That was all him. Yeah. That was. It all just him. it's ridiculous. And then when they re 
visited in Jedi, and you know it's reversed. It's it's great there right. too, mm-hmm. but it's just eh, I mean it, I don't. There's and I think they re- definitely re- revisited it, in be, the uh, in the new movies too. Did they? I think they. There's some reference to it. There may be. I, I don't remember. That I've wiped a lot of that out. You know, because a lot of the the episodes seven and eight are just. Well, seven almost, is just a rehash of four. You know, like re remade. Yeah, seven was definitely a rehash of four, of four, but then eight was just not worth watching. Not ever. worth watching. Fucking garbage. So these little fuckers free solo turn them to a pop tart. Luke eventually little pig guys. Little, little fuck yeah, little pig guys. Yeah. Then uh, Luke ends up uh, bumbling. They had an action figure. They did. They did. <laughs> Landing on Cloud City, and he's just bumbling around. Um, that's when he sees Boba Fett escorting Solo out. And this is uh, this is it. This is the big climax right here. Because you have Lando freeing Leia and Chewbacca, but they're too late to stop Fett from departing with uh, Solo aboard. They fight their way back to the Falcon and flee the city. Meanwhile, Luke arrives and engages Vader in a lightsaber duel. This is a huge deal. Um, that leaves them over the city's central air shaft. Vader ends up severing, again, iconic move here, severs Luke's right hand, disarming him, and attempts him to join, uh, join forces. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. That's when uh, Luke starts going out on that little needle thing. Right. Um, Luke accuses Vader of murdering his father, and that's when you hear the famous line, Paul. No, I am your father. See, he didn't screw that up. Right. Most people screw that up. It is Luke. I they, am your they father. Think which Luke, is, I am your yep, father, which is they not screw that correct. Up all, yep, yeah. Which is no, I am your father is the correct. So, so. Yeah, and and I I mean just. To throw this out there, I don't think there's another movie that's more, uh, you know, that the, the, the one-liners or, or the lines are not just, you know, reused or, or reiterated more than this movie. Right. I, I can't think of another movie that has so many fucking lines in it that are just, they show up everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're always reused. They're always, you know, people say them in their natural lives all the time. I mean, I, I mean, can you think of another movie? Uh, 
they, that has more memorable lines. More memorable than this. lines? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not more. Yeah, I mean there are yeah. other movies that certainly have them, but yeah. this one has a bunch. And that and the whole thing of the plot twist of Vader being Luke's father that blows was your so mind, shocking so well at done. the time. Yeah. I mean, when this movie came out, like everybody. I mean, well, so it was so. I well mean, done. that's why I feel bad for my kids because they already they knew, already knew. before yeah, you fucking yeah, watched the movie. They don't get that. I mean, it blew everybody's mind. They get right. they get in like Shyamalan twists, right? I mean that that was one of the, you know, if you had a list of the top Hollywood plot twists or whatever, that's it's got to be number up one, there. yeah, up there. That that's, uh, you know, well, you've, the, you've seen other movies do things the, similar since the but, chick with the dick at the end of uh, what's it called? Crying that's game, the crying <laughs> game. Yeah, that's got to be up there that's, too. That's up there too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So horrified. Didn't we see fo- that one coming. Nope. <laughs> so horrified. Uh, Luke drops into the air shaft. That's when you see him like going down this awesome Disney ride. Yeah, yeah. he actually like just is like, nope, I'm not going to join you. I'm going to kill myself, and I'm yeah. just going to let go and mm-hmm. know, see what happens. Ends up by some miracle getting pulled into this this uh, exhaust vacuum shaft. suck tube. Yeah. <laughs> suck tube. Flows all the way down until he gets ejected into this giant space needle that's sticking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually kind of breathtaking. Like a weather vane or an yeah. antenna or something. Yeah, it's breathtaking because he only has one arm, and he's not used to only right. having one arm. So he's holding on there. Meanwhile, he telepathically connects with Leia mm-hmm. somehow, and they come. He tries Ben. Yeah, tries Ben. Ben's number's answer. disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> he's still in Dagobah hanging out, and, you know. He says, I told you, I can't <laughs> talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leia I'm persuades sorry, Lando and Chewie. No longer in service. It's no. So they bring, they they go rescue Luke. After they bring him aboard, they are chased by Tie Fighters towards Vader on his Star Destroyer. But R two D two ends up reactivating the Falcon's hyperdrive, which has been broken the entire movie. Well, they fixed it when they, he was on Land, best. Lando's people fixed it, but they oh. they, they turned turned it off. It off. Per, okay. per Vader's instructions, because Vader said you deactivated it, right? Okay. Okay. And they, they said, yeah, yeah, uh, sure, yeah, absolutely. The new admiral of the, uh, we've the next twenty <laughs> minutes is is uh, absolute. So, uh, but they end up uh, escaping, and that is uh, Empire Strikes Back. Well, they escape, but you're missing the the scene the that I was ending. talking about, where they're they end up on this frigate. Um, Oh, just kind of drifting through space, and that's when he gets his new hand. Yeah. When I was a kid, I that loved that fucking thing. scene. That yeah. was so cool. Yeah. They opened it up, and then he was moving his oh, fingers, yeah. and all the little you shits see, moving. You see the things in his wrist. I thought that is the coolest forth. thing I've ever seen. I agree. You know, I, I, it blew my fucking mind. Even after watching this whole movie, that blew my mind. Yeah. It was crazy. I thought that was so cool. They're, they're cool. They're picking him with... Pricking him with the pins and his and, fingers. And you and he, saw the thing. But seeing yeah. the little j- things move Ooh, was yeah, the part yeah. that was I just so that. cool. Yeah. So then, um, you know, you see, you have the nice little scene where basically Lando's like, I'm going to find him. I'll let I'm you gonna, know. I'm going to dress up like Han Solo, wear his clothes. Yeah, so that exactly. I can, so that I can help find him. <laughs> you know, he's got I got to get into his mindset. White shirt, black vest. Yep. <laughs> it's the yep. same fucking outfit. <laughs> And then he, that was all that was on board on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> right. He didn't have a chance to bring his clothes from Bestman because they got out of there too quick. He's like, oh, well, we're kind of the same size at least. So, so they, um, yeah, he's going to, I'm going to find him. I'll let you know. And then you have that cool little 
scene where they're standing in front of that mirror, oh, the mirror with the, the sunrise the in the background and shit. It's a window. I'm sorry, mirror, uh, window. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know why I said mirror. Uh, the window going out over the horizon again. Um, but it's really cool. It's a yeah. cool looking scene. They're just kind of standing there and it fades out. But and it fades out. Yeah, that that scene with the hand is, it, it was one of my favorite scenes out of the yeah. fucking movie. So You're really fascinated by the hand, aren't you? Yeah, dude, it was cool. It was that, cool. That was, when that I was, was a kid. definitely a cool scene, and it, and it, you know, you're you're wondering, well, how is this guy going to be a Jedi with one hand, and then he's got a robot hand. They got an answer for it, and, and then part cyborg. That also feeds into the, you know the whole thing about him back in the tree where he's becoming Darth, worried about becoming Darth Vader. Well, now he's he's got that he's cybernetic, got his first yeah. mechanical limb. Yep. He's on his way to becoming Darth Vader. That's what happened, and with, that's with where Darth you Vader. get the callback in Jedi. But we're yeah, we'll have to wait for that, right? So. So you do get, as they were flying away, you know, and he's on the ship, Vader calls out to him. Luke. Father. Son, come with me. It's a son. Oh, yeah. It's his father. Father. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm not a that fan of that. Momentary, uh, Ugh. And then Ben, Telepathy. I I always had to say throughout this whole movie, Luke Skywalker was a whiny bitch. Yeah. Through the whole movie, I as much as I love the it's, movie, it's, I love yeah. the characters. It's, it's he's such a whiner in this. It's movie. Sorry, because it's because the the Dagobah scenes and the the fight with Luke and Vader at the end, the lightsaber duel. Is that true? Is, is like two of That's my impossible. favorite parts of my this fucking movie. kids walk around saying that all the yeah. time. <laughs> And and it was it was, I mean, but but I mean even even the lightsaber duel, and and then all the training and, and stuff. I, you know, as a kid, that was the most exciting part of this movie mm. for me. And I didn't really yeah. care at the time about all the stuff in the Millennium Falcon going on. It was it was all the Luke scenes that were which were cool, but ex, ex, more exploring the Force and the Jedi and all the training. <laughs> but yeah, he was so whiny, so, I think, so pouty. Yeah. Again, what I like about this movie. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan is is the Leia Han Solo interactions. Yeah, I think you come to appreciate that when you're older. Yeah. Uh especially the acting behind it. Right. It's, uh, it's really good. It the acting, especially by Harrison Ford, is just phenomenal. Um Yes. It is phenomenal. There's a lot of depth that he brings to that character. He does. Where I don't know that there would have ever been that much depth. In you know, if it hadn't been Harrison Ford, right? I mean, he plays that character perfectly, and right. you know, Indiana Jones is somewhat similar to that character yeah. as well. So it's he, both of those characters. He, he went off without a hitch, and then later on, he plays Jack Ryan, which is another character that kind of has that same kind of arrogance to him. Not as much as Han Solo or Indy, but yeah. And know. I don't. I, I mean, I'm a huge Tom Clancy fan, but I I was never. Never thought they did a great job with those movies where he was Jack Ryan. Um, it just always came off as very slow to me. Oh, I, I think the problem is they were more just action flicks and not really delving into storyline yeah. as much. I think that was only the big problems with those. Um, they were trying to get them as the big summer blockbuster type yeah. movies. The Hunt for Red October with Alec Baldwin I actually thought was the best Tom Clancy Film adaptation by far, but Patriot Games is fun because they were filming it right um, down the street, right down the street. Yeah, 
you know, a lot of it in the book took place like the daycares right on Ritchie Highway, and mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of local local scenes to it. But um, you know, I had some friends and I we were in a high school, and and you know, went down. A friend of mine got pictures of Harrison Ford down at the Naval Academy when they're filming the scene where he's walking out and gets ambushed. And wow, um, yeah, I was a little too young. I think I would yeah. have been about eighth grade ish yeah. around then. But uh, yeah, it he really delivers. In this movie, though, he delivers in most movies, but you know, there's nothing yeah, he does. regarding Harrison. Adding. Harrison's yeah. great. I think so much of it just has to be his own. It's not even acting; it's just his own personality, and and he's got this persona, this swagger, this, this sarcasm that just drips out of him. Yeah. So. But I, uh, I mean, I, I still say. This is a top ten movie. I don't well, see how they, you can say it's not. Yeah. To some list, this is the best movie of all time. To some lists, I, I mean, think. I mean, it's list. it's probably my favorite movie of all time. But it's just, you know, can I say it's the best movie? I don't know. There's there's flaws. There's big, massive flaws sure. with it. Uh, <laughs> some of the writing is very hinky. Some of the storyline itself is kind of like, eh, what the fuck are they doing? You know. But overall. You knew it was a setup movie. Mm-hmm. I think you went into Jedi knowing that there was going to be a third one. I'm sorry, you went into Empire knowing that there was going to be a third. Yeah, because by then, you know, it, it was sort of widely discussed that not that this was just the, you know that the first one had been Episode Four. They were going to do four, five, six, go back to one, two, three, and then even back then they were talking about seven, eight, seven, nine. eight, nine, right? Um, but that George Lucas was going to do all that, and then. Of course, nothing came for years and years, and people sort of gave up that that ever was going to happen. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean that was sort of the things that were always rumored about. Yeah. So yeah, you you did know, and especially with the ending, of course they're not going to leave it on a down leave note. it with Han Solo because <laughs> you'd never kill Han Solo, right? Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, so yeah, they they knew there was going to be another. But one. a Han Solo, by the time he's killed, is more or less the Obi Wan character. So right, it's not the same. So, well, we don't have another movie to do. What we do you guys will. do next? I don't know. You know, we wanted to do like a summer movie thing. Well, what was your suggestion? Oh, I had many, many. I was <laughs> saying, um, <laughs> you're I, coming back if we're doing that movie. So I, I heard the other day that they're. They're coming out with the last Rambo movie, which is going to be Last Blood. Oh, I don't know. oh, okay. So that you guys should do First Blood. First Blood is fucking awesome. It's a great movie, dude. You don't like it? No, I know. I'm I'm shaking my head. Like if if that's what you want to do next, I was thinking. Well, when's it coming out? In the fall, I think. September. Well, then we'll wait we'll till then. In the fall. Um, we try to we try to line them up it. when new movies are coming out. But he also Scott also just suggested Roadhouse. Roadhouse is great. <laughs> Cannibal Run. I don't know if I can do that. Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit. I definitely can't do that shit. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. um, Maybe we should do Anaconda. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should bite the bullet and do Anaconda. That's what you're. That's your. Did you hear about that? There was uh, like a zoo or a reptile house or somewhere where they had a bunch of anacondas. Mm They were all female. Yes. One house somehow gave birth, and so now it's like bringing all the whole Jurassic Park thing. Yeah, and, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, when life will find a way. That's right. What uh, uh what about ET? Um, hmm. 
stick with our John Williams theme. Or Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Ooh. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Spielberg, uh, Richard Dreyfuss ties in with your other movies. Maybe we just that. we definitely won't do THK eleven twenty weight or whatever the fuck <laughs> no. it is. Holy uh, crap, that movie was. There was a couple that. good scenes in it, but overall, it was just like dragging your face across a cheese grater. We haven't done a good. We haven't done a war movie in a while. Okay. I don't think we've done a war movie, have we? How about War of the Roses? Well, you did. What was the the Schwarzenegger? Predator. Predator. We did Predator, sort of which movie. wasn't technically a war yeah. movie. <laughs> we haven't done a Schwarzenegger. Do Apocalypse Now or something like that. Oof. That's Oof. a tough one. It's kind of hard to make that funny. Yeah. Anaconda we could rip apart. Yeah. The story itself, just talking about the story itself. But then I got to fucking figure out how to buy Anaconda. Oh, it's, pro- it's going to be on like TBS. It's probably on right now. Ugh. Yuck! That movie. Sucks. Well, we won't tell you what movie we're doing. Right now, because we have no idea. We'll let the we'll let the do because we had a schedule. We actually had a legitimate you know schedule what that we made. Anaconda like reminds me of Swamp Thing. Have you ever seen the original Swamp yeah, Thing? Yeah. Anaconda is basically the same fucking movie. I don't, I don't think I ever saw. I may have seen pieces of Anaconda. I don't think I ever saw them. That's one with Ice Cube, right? Yes. Yeah, it's Ice great. Cube, J Lo. It's great. It's like the, this case is like Eric Stoltz. Yeah, Eric Stoltz, and then uh, the old guy, uh, the what's his name? What's her name's father? I always mix up that John Voight. With that John Voight, right? The, uh, the Jurassic Park that has Vince Vaughn in it. What was that like? Oh, that was Lost part World three. I never saw it. Yeah, I have it at home. I just never sat down to watch it. It's not the usual characters. It's got like a whole different cast yeah, and yeah. everything. I honestly don't know. Well, um, isn't that like Tokyo Drift? Yeah. <laughs> The stupid Fast and Furious Furious movies. They had the Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Well, they couldn't get that guy to come back. We'll figure it out, and we'll 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 figure it out somehow. We'll figure it out somehow. But Scott, thanks for coming by. You'll be back again. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's always always fun time. You'll be back again next month when we do. I figured it out. We'll do Alien. Hmm. We might do Alien. This is a fucking awesome movie. Aliens is better, but Alien. You have to start with Alien. Yeah, I recently watched all the that whole franchise over a couple months ago. Yeah, I, they they kind of lose me a little bit by the time Prometheus and all those come around. But yeah. I even like three, but that's mostly because it was playing in jumpers when I worked there, so I saw it like a billion fucking times. Right. I want to get Scott back for a movie that's just a shitbox movie, maybe like Independence Day or something, like something that's just hokey, just really really <laughs> cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> Independence Day, I love, I love that movie. Well, you got to do that at July Fourth. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, it's only a month away. Yeah. Well, what's his schedule look like? What's your schedule look like? Hey, I'll, I'll make myself available if you guys are going to do that. We'll do Independence Day. We won't do Independence Day next. We'll do it. I'm trying to think of when July Fourth is. So this will be. This is the first and second week of June. Mm-hmm. So the, then, what we record will be the third and fourth week. So we'll we'll do it. The weekend before July Fourth, so a month from now we'll do Independence Day. Makes that's, sense to me. That's fine. So we need to find a movie to do between now and then, and we'll. we'll and that's a war movie, technically. Technically, technically. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Make sure to uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, review. We're on YouTube now too. JB Travel yeah. Pinterest, you on Pinterest. We're going to get there, too. I want to put Snapchat. Paul in charge of that shit. He
Have a good week. Exchange no time to exchange when I 